Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. Our topic today is identity theft, and we're talking with Dan Clements, the president of CardCops.com. Dan's going to tell us what he's doing out there in cyberspace to fight identity theft. Dan, thanks so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Dan, I know you've had a lot of media. You've been on television and such. But for folks that don't know you, especially from financial institutions, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and what you have done with Card Cops. Well, Card Cops got started about nine years ago. And um, our emphasis was patrolling cyberspace to see what kind of personal data was floating out there. And so at Car Cops, we've designed a number of things like honeypots, which draw some of the bad guys to uh, certain areas of the Internet, and then we collect personal data on Americans. Dan, what was the motivation for starting Card Cops when you did? Well, you know, 10 years ago when the Internet got started, you know, we, we saw all of this data floating around the Internet, and some of it was very specific data like mother's maiden names and social security numbers and, of course, name and address and credit and debit card. And we saw bad guys um, parking this data and trading this data. And our motivation was to grab this data and to give it to law enforcement or Visa and MasterCard, which we did for years. But then we noticed that this data somehow never, ever got back to Joe Consumer. So we actually created a business model to deliver back to Joe Consumer in real time their data. If we were to find it, say, within 30 minutes, we would send them an email or a phone call saying, hey, your information was found out in cyberspace, and it really gave a heads up to the consumer. So, Dan, give us a sense of what you're doing now to fight identity theft and some of the other threats that people are facing. Well, we realized a long time ago that, you know, to try and fight identity theft or to stop it, which goes across borders, it goes overseas where these identity theft or identity thieves live, was almost impossible. In other words, we don't have laws here in the United States that are applicable to countries around the world. So we decided, hey, we might as well try and grab this data when they're buying and selling it and getting it back into the system, getting it back to banks, getting it back to consumers in real time, and that would give a tool to everyone to combat identity theft in real time. So we were trying to fight fire with fire. You're essentially fighting the bad guys at their own game. Well, we are, and we're trying to use the element of speed to um, uh, hurt their ability to commit identity theft. In other words, if they have the data um, and we can react quickly and either close accounts or have consumers put throttle alerts on their credit files, that gives them a, a better chance to uh, reduce identity theft. So what have been some of your biggest cases that would be relevant to banking institutions? Well, um, we find, you know, thousands of credit cards a day uh, and debit cards, and we get them back to financial institutions. And sometimes the fraud department at the bank may know about the, the card being compromised, and sometimes they may not know about it. So it's all a matter of getting it back daily um, from all the sources that we find. We also find data... Um, uh, in what we call um, external hacks. Um, a few months ago, we came across a bunch of data that was surprisingly all women's data. And in doing our investigation, it turned out that they were all shoppers of Montgomery Ward, which was a large hack case that we broke. So when we contacted all these consumers of Montgomery Ward, they had not had their cards cut off yet from their finance institutions. So somehow the system quite 
wasn't quite working. Um, the cards hadn't been cut off and re- been replaced yet. So getting to the consumer and getting their information and figuring out what happened is, is part of what we do here at Car Cops. Now, just to give people a sense, where is this information coming from? How is this all? How are these identities in this this card information being stolen? Well, um, data gets out into cyberspace really two ways. One, a hacker can hack into a server and grab the data, and they'll usually do that from Eastern Europe or Vietnam or or Iran or wherever. <clears throat> or where we see more data coming from today, data is um, stolen by insiders, uh, people in IT departments that just conveniently download the customer database onto a flash drive where they have maybe 100,000 people, and then they go into these underground chat rooms and message board forums, and they wholesale the data for three, four, five dollars a piece. So essentially what you have is a little flash drive that could be worth as much as a half a million dollars, and it's that force that is pulling data out of corporate America and allowing the identities on foreign soil to get a hold of the data. Yeah, it seems like nobody can hold on to their laptops these days either. Well, yeah, all those missing laptops, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> a lot of data has gone missing. Now, Dan, you bring up a good point with, with the insider risk here. What are some of the biggest, I guess you'd call them gotchas, that professionals and consumers might not know about ways that their private data is getting out there? Well, I mean, a lot of uh, e-commerce sites are hacked where you've shopped online. There's not much a consumer can do about that. But really, when you're using your debit card um, and you're putting in a pin somewhere in an in-store environment, um, many of the pins are picked off via cameras, via video cameras. Um, clerks rewind the, the video camera and pick off your pin, and then they match it up to the transaction that you've used in-store, and now they have access to your, your debit account. So you just need to be prudent. You need to, you know, cover the your, your pen pad when you put it in. Um, we also recommend to, if you can, repin every six months. You know, get a new card um, with a new pin number. Um, it's a little bit of a pain, but it certainly will protect your your debit account. Even though your debit account is protected by the bank, um, sometimes it's it's difficult to get that money back uh, into your account in a timely fashion. Now, we hear a lot of warnings, too, about Americans traveling overseas. Uh, do you caution them not to use their debit cards when they're traveling? Definitely not use a debit card when traveling. Try and use a credit card, which you have you know, um, a more, you have better limited liability with a credit card than a debit card. Yeah. What do you see now as some of the emerging threats or trends that are really going to you know, pop up over the next six months or so? Well, the trends we're seeing, um, you know, a few years ago, we would see a credit card being compromised, and, you know, the bank would give the consumer a new credit card, and, and all was well. But what we're seeing now is the, the identities can look up that credit card and make it a determination that it's a platinum card. If that's the case, then they will run the address on, say, Zillow.com and pull up the person's house and figure out that they have a net worth. If they have a million-dollar house, they now have a very good target. Um, from that point, they'll go to Ancestry.com and pull up more information on that person, like a mother's maiden name. And so pretty much they're building a mosaic of that American to target them and take over their identity. So we really have to dispel any remaining myths out there that we're talking about, you know, bored kids in their parents' basements. No, this is big business overseas. Um, they, they can do it all from foreign soil um, with little risk of, of being prosecuted by uh, U.S. authorities, and there's big money in it. They can uh, pull that money out of a debit account anywhere in the world. 
So with the prosecutions we see happening now with the 11 international uh, suspects and the, the TJX and other cases, do you see a deterrent factor to that, or is that sort of an acceptable risk to the identity thieves? It's not really a deterrent because that was a very, very small percentage of the actual identity thieves who are, who are grabbing data out there. There's low risk, and, you know, the, the problem is with U.S. law enforcement is, and their hands are really tied, is they have to prove that somebody was sitting at a keyboard in Kiev, Russia, and that person committed the crime. They have to prove that. That's very hard to do, um, and it's very expensive to do to try and travel all around the world and to get these people extradited back to the United States. Sure. Dan, if you could boil it down to a single piece of advice, how would you recommend that banking institutions and their consumers be protecting themselves today? Well, there's all kinds of tools and services, identity theft tools and services, to preemptively allow you to guard your identity and guard your accounts. And I know banks and consumers are using some of these tools in conjunction, and that's really what you need to do. You need to have a set of products and services that can lock down your identity give you information in real time should your data go out there in the cyberspace so that you can react. You can shut down accounts. You can change passwords. You can get a new card, that type of thing. Now, tell us a bit about Card Cops. I mean, www.cardcops.com. What can businesses and consumers come to you for? What should they expect to find when they come to your site? Well, Card Cops is a division of the Affinian Group, the Affinian Security Center, and we private label a lot of our identity theft products for banks, um, which gives the ability to sell it to their customers. So at carcops.com, it's really an informative site, and you can see different types of things we've done uh, in the past with stings. Uh, for instance, uh, we did a honeypot on Dateline, and a lot of fun stuff is there. Um, it's very informative. Excellent. And, and unfortunately, you're not going to be going out of business anytime soon, are you? No, unfortunately, this is a market that's growing, you know, and it probably won't go away in our lifetime. But, you know, we just have to assume all of our data is out there and uh, just be very prudent in, in what we're doing. Very good, Dan. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you. You're welcome. We've been talking with Dan Clements, president of Card Cops. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.